0: Hello everyone and welcome to Meowmix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we are here to talk about the latest Carolina Panthers <laughs> disappointment as they fall to the Buffalo Bills, 31 to 14. Uh, Jerry, you were pretty close on your score prediction, honestly. Yeah,
1: I I had twenty-nine <laughs> yeah. six. I mean, I will say the Panthers gave up better of a fight than I expected. The defense played really well in the first quarter, and then, you know, As they two do. draw. Then the two drives, you know, gave up, you know, two touchdowns back to back, and it kind of just put us behind the eight ball. And then,
0: yeah, uh, we made some it. history today. You know, it was the the first game to ever be seventeen to eight at halftime, which is woo. You know, it seems pretty. I mean, that seems like a pretty. I didn't look at that score and I was like, "Whoa, what a weird score!" I can't no, believe there's never been 17-8 at halftime. It's very strange, but
1: I mean, you could get a safety and uh, two field goals, which you know, or, or you obviously like we anymore. couldn't get
0: a field goal. Yeah, I mean, all those years that the Pittsburgh was going for it all the time, you know, on two point conversions, they never had eight points at halftime, and the other team seventeen. I mean, I don't know. Seems odd, but you know, that's that's about the um, the best thing the Panthers had going for them today. Uh, Cam Mm -hmm. Newton sucked the defense was good in the first quarter as usual gave up 17 points in the second quarter uh, 31 altogether and I don't know receivers were nowhere to be found half the game Chuba Hubbard completely disappeared he ran well when they let him they didn't let him run a lot no (laughs) Uh, you know the Panthers were running the ball really well it ran for 5.2 yards a carry over 150 yards. I mean, a lot of that was Cam. But the running backs also did pretty well and, and they just didn't get an opportunity. mm By just running backs, understand. I mean Chuba. I mean, Amir Abdullah sucked running the ball. He was four for seven yards. But Chuba yeah. ate for 40 and had a nice it, big play early. Sorry, go ahead.
1: It, it It's just this this coaching staff just never seems to do it. And again, the first quarter, the team looked pretty good. The Offense drove down to the 20-yard line, 25-yard line. Obviously, Zane, Zane Gonzalez, you know, out for the game due to a injury in pre-game warm-ups, yeah. which would be my play... You know, if we did, plays of the game would be probably my number one because it really changed yeah. the offense. Yeah. But, I mean, they played well. And then, again, this coaching staff can't adjust at all and gets cremated after not being able to adjust.
0: Well, that what really struck me is early in the game when they talked about how the Panthers are they're the number 1 team in the league in terms of scoring differential in the first quarter. Mhm. And and how, how how does a team how is a team that good in the first quarter ends up being 5 and 9, ends up losing, losing what 9 out of 11 now? It's because yeah, the, the two coaching staff doesn't know how to adjust. Yeah. They they have it's, a great they they apparently have very good preparation. They apparently script out those first fifteen plays pretty well, um, but after that nothing. They just they don't seem to know how to work within the game. No, not and that's at all. A major problem.
1: <laughs> and that's what I've been screaming most yeah. of this season is that Matt Rule, Phil Snow, they just don't understand. Them. Joe Brady, don't understand how to work during the game. It's. It's so frustrating when you see Atlanta running to the left 50 times, it feels like. And they're like, hey, yeah, whatever. And yeah. they continue to run it. It's I don't understand this scheme or this coaching staff and their thought process. And these are pros. They're not me, you know, sitting on the sideline. So they should be able to do it.
0: Yeah, I don't ever think there's something that we you and I and other fans should be so obviously pointing out that the coaching staff doesn't seem to get. Like It, it seems pretty obvious what the issues are here, and, and they just don't yeah. seem to want to address them or know how maybe to address them, I think, is probably every, the main point.
1: <laughs> a, another one, a critical fourth down. Guess what? Cam Irving gave up a sack. Didn't that mm-hmm. happen last week, too, or in the week before? It feels like he does at every critical down, he gives up a sack.
0: Yeah, Cam Irving like, got eaten up this game. He, he was awful this game.
1: I, I I just don't get it. Like, why is this guy still out there? Why is he still out there on critical downs when you yeah, know he gets blown up? his arms are
0: probably long enough, you know?
1: Yeah, like, up, that's he's it. he's got those
0: arms, you know?
1: Because, you know, Rashawn Slater, Brady Christensen, they have short arms. They can't yeah. play tackle. Can't play they tackle. can't play tackle.
0: No, can't play tackle. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it, this was just... I, if you've seen this game, you've seen every Panthers game this season, outside yeah. of those first three games. I mean, and even those first three games were, you know, had some very similarities to these. They're just, the Panthers, uh, you know, in this game, the Panthers actually won the time of possession. hmm You know, they were able to move up and down the field. Missing Gonzalez was big. I mean, that, yeah. I think, directly took at least six points off the scoreboard, if not Nine. You know, not that that changes the outcome of the game score wise, but, it, you know, momentum, all that stuff, who knows? Who knows?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a critical fourth down where the play call was atrocious to Robbie yeah, Anderson. To Can't sp- oh, yeah. It's terrible. Fourth down and one in <laughs> yeah. the second quarter, I believe it was, and they tried to throw a, a screen pass to Robbie Anderson. First of all, it was 0 0 at the time. If you're not going to Throw if you're not gonna run Cam Newton up the middle for that one yard, which I could see just punting the ball away. You don't have a kicker. You're already struggling, but your defense was playing lights out at the time. Mm-hmm. So that pass was horrible. Yeah, the play pass. call was horrible. Bad Even point. if he completed it, it would have been a loss on downs. It well, was, he was just hit immediately. so yeah. It was so moronic, moronic. Yeah. It,
0: it was. Just, it was a. a a bad play call, uh, combined with a bad execution, and and that wasn't the first one. There was a Mm-mm. that series before. There was a third. It was like third and nine or something, and they call a screen pass to a running back. That yeah, goes absolutely nowhere. Doesn't does nothing. Um, every third or fourth down, it seems like they're throwing behind the sticks. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you know I, I, third, fourth and one or third and nine it doesn't matter they're throwing behind the sticks and i understand
1: cam newton doesn't have the arm he used to i mean that was obvious on display when he underthrew a wide open dj Moore for a touchdown yeah but that being said you gotta at least give him chances And that being cam newton sucked today he he missed through his throws left and right
0: but his, his so arm frustrating. i mean he, he can't throw far I think I think we saw the reason why they don't go deep. I there was uh, DJ Moore could not have been more wide open. Mm-mm. All Cam had to do was throw that ball ten more yards in the air, and that's a touchdown. And it was I mean maybe even twenty more yards. I mean it was way underthrown. He,
1: he had like five ten yards separation. Yeah. He had yeah. that guy beat
0: dead was to just rights. A, a really really poor throw, and honestly, it's what we've seen from Cam. Since that shoulder injury, since that initial shoulder injury, mm-hmm. you know, and now he's had so, shul- surgery on it twice. It is stupid to think that he can be the same guy. And I see so many Panthers fans. Oh, uh, whoa, oh, did you see that pass? Well, look what he c- can do when he had time to throw. Well, no shit. Like honestly, any quarterback in the league, if they have time to throw, can make good passes. Every quarterback in the league can. And by the way, that pass that those people are talking about, even though it was like a 23-yard touchdown pass, he only threw it 10 yards in the air. Like, let's, mm. you know, Cam is, is washed. Unfortunately, I hate it. He still has the running game. He would be really good as a situational-type quarterback, like he was against Arizona. But in terms of leading the team for 16, 17 games, it's not happening anymore for him. Th- this
1: This team's just floating in the water right now. It's yeah. just done. Yeah, I mean, we're five and nine, lost, you know, nine out of 11 games. We're two and Mm -hmm. nine. I mean, we have no quarterback, no quarterback of the future, no offensive line. The saving grace is our defense that can play decent, but it could get ran on up the middle. I mean, Devin Singletary has sucked all season. And what did he run for this week?
0: Uh, 86 yards. 86 yards. Only 3.9 per carry, but. They ran him 22 times, and he was getting positive yardage every time, and he had mm-hmm. a nice touchdown run. Uh, he just, you know, they did what they needed to do.
1: And, and the Bills, I personally, even though they're struggling at the time, mm-hmm. eight and six, shockingly, I mean, I still view them as a Super Bowl contender. I think yeah, the defense is good. good, good. Yeah. yeah. it's just It's just <clears> frustrating <throat> to watch our team. And no, we just don't have the firepower. We don't have the coaching staff. We don't have the offensive line. We don't have the quarterback to contend with them.
0: Yeah. Uh, I feel like we're we're wasting a lot of our offensive talent here this season. Who knows what happens next season with DJ Moore? I mean, I know they can keep him around another season, but do they, number one? Are yeah. they able, you
1: know? <sighs> we're going to be paying like $20, $30 million to a quarterbacks that either aren't here or not playing.
0: <laughs> right? I mean I mean thank goodness they didn't sign Cam to that long term deal that he wanted. I mean at least they did that smart. But this that's is that's the tough, only smart man. thing
1: that's the off season they did. <laughs> yeah. I, we we're just talking uh, before this I was like FA Obata ended this game for them.
0: <clears throat> oh man FAO botta who so, I'm like I'm so happy that he's he played well today and that I mean I love FA obata as a as a person, I, we really mm-hmm. liked him as a player. You and I were really, really strong on him th- sticking around.
1: I think he was our number three player that we wanted to mm-hmm. keep because behind Curtis Samuel and uh, Taylor Moten, mm-hmm. he had two sacks and two tackles for losses, three tackles. He ended our series here. Yeah. He's we found out signed for one year, one and a half million dollars. Morgan Fox, who they were all about. Signed a two-year, eight-point-one million-dollar contract. Mm-hmm. Scott Fitterer and Matt Rule, because I still really don't know who's pulling the strings for personnel. They I screwed it's, up. It's they screwed up on that yeah. one. They screwed up yeah. on the quarterback situation. They screwed up over and over and over again, yeah. and that's what gets you to five and nine. Offensive lineman Cam Irving and Pat Fline first. Day of free agency signings. Woo! Yeah, they both suck. Both bottom on the line. Pass protection. No wonder why no quarterback that has been in a Carolina uniform has had any time. This game included. Cam yeah. was under duress as soon as he got the ball. And
0: Cam you... Irving
1: gives up a huge sack on fourth down. I, I I'm frustrated with this
0: team. Oh, you you have been on the the Cam Irving Pat Elf line. Why? bandwagon since the minute they were signed like you were like what is this why this is what we do the first minute of free agency we sign these guys a,
1: i i am not an nfl insider but i could see that was a bad mood, mood. Yeah. every nfl insider said god what the hell were they doing guess what
0: they, they rushed the out NFL, to these guys
1: these yeah. guys oh man i mean look at it it's yeah. awful this offseason season. I mean, Hassan Redick was the only winning hit we really had. Morgan Fox has played well, but not $4 he's million dollars okay. a year season. He's,
0: yeah, he's not three times as good as F.A. Obata, and that's what no. he's making.
1: I think F.A. Obata is, if not better, <laughs> at least comparable.
0: Yeah, F.A. Obata made some great plays. Now, you know, we had some good plays on our side as well. Yuto Grosmondos made some really nice plays today. Had a dumb penalty that kind of negated yeah. a big third down.
1: No, Uh, no, that was an FAO body. That was uh,
0: Roy. 93. Yeah, he had one too, but Etor had one uh, at at a different time. It was offset of penalties, but um, I think the Panthers still were able to get a stop. But yeah, that that one on the sideline, that was just a terrible call from the refs. I mean, again, the refs were bad today. This is a theme with Panthers games.
1: It's a theme all around the NFL. They are awful
0: that uh unsportsmanlike conduct on the sideline against 93 that was and, uh, and that was terrible That was a terrible call
1: and that gave them a touchdown too yeah. by the way
0: yeah i they mean moved, yeah. this game I mean, would have we still were, been in that, hand cuz that was it was the their series was over at that point
1: yeah uh, it just
0: mm. yeah that was
1: dear tough. nfl get get refs that know what they're doing Pay them full time money, get them throughout off season and everything else to learn how to do better. Because honestly, and this is not just Panther games. And again, I'm not blaming rest for the loss. The Panthers sucked; they lost. Yeah. The NFL though needs to really do something. This is the worst since I've seen the scab refs like from five six years ago.
0: <laughs> Some of those were better. Honestly. I mean, yeah, it has I don't been know. Awful. It, I mean, are they still part time employees? Yes, yes, so- they are. You you you've got a an billion organization, a billion dollar league here. Billions, 10 billion dollars I think last year something like that. You can't pay these 40 50 guys, however many of there are, you can't pay them full time year round. In the off season they you know, go to classes, they you mm-hmm. know, ref uh high school games or you know, college games
1: Pre- or preseason game, maybe USFL, just have them rotate you know, through. Them.
0: Yeah, like y- they need to be doing this year round and be actually good at. They don't need to. As soon as the season is over, you know, half of them are going and selling cars, half of them are lawyers, half of them are you know, they're doing all kinds of different stuff, but they're not focusing on NFL referees. <sighs> this is a billion dollar, multi-billion dollar organization, and now you've got uh, gambling coming in, which is going to turn the whole thing on its head. I mean, this is really a problem that needs yes. to be solved, but. Getting back to the Panthers. We got our own problems. (laughs) Uh, CJ Henderson is not good. No. Uh, He proved it again today. Um, The first quarter, every... Go ahead.
1: Every first quarter pass, I felt like Josh Allen was targeting CJ Henderson. And a lot of them were just drops. They weren't CJ Henderson good plays.
0: At some point, I I tweeted out that CJ Henderson is in on every single play. Typically, he's watching his receiver catch the ball, but he's there. He's in there. He's in there on every play. Yeah, I'm. I'm not looking forward to seeing his uh, his PFF, PFF score this week. But um, I thought Gilmore did a really good job on Diggs. Uh, he wasn't yeah. on him the whole game, but which it, was it, a did, a negative. Yeah, he did give up the touchdown, which was just a great throw and a great catch. You know, I thought great, Gilmore had great good offense. coverage. Yeah, I, I think a great offense, if it's you know executed perfectly, is gonna beat great defense. That was just really good on both sides, and and Diggs got it. But I thought Gilmore overall played really well. Held Diggs to four catches for thirty five yards. You can't ask for much more than that, honestly. No, nope. and, and a lot of those great. catches
1: he wasn't on them. So
0: yeah, right, right. That's true. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I think I only saw maybe two catches where yeah. Gilmore was actually on him. Um, but, you know, they just didn't have to... I don't know. They Offensively, they didn't look... The, the Bills didn't look unbeatable or anything, but they still no. scored 31 points, and they were able to handle the game just fine. It was short field position, you know, and a tired-out defense again. Yeah. I mean, typical and, and Panther game. Yeah, and let's not underscore what losing your... Only kicker minutes before the game starts does I mean that really it, it changed it had to change the game plan for the Panthers especially getting in that red zone area and the Panthers mm-hmm. as we know have not been a good red zone team under the Matt Rule regime uh, really have been relying on Zane to kick some field goals to keep them in games and that wasn't available today so that's I want I want to
1: question one. I want to question the coaching staff though
0: mm-hmm.
1: why is Lachlan Edwards not capable of kicking an extra point or at least a decently short. I mean, this is his job is to punt.
0: Mm-hmm. All he is does
1: punt. is, is to practice punts. Right. But at the same time, every other team, the punter practices field goals. Pat McAfee talks mm-hmm. about how he used to do it all the time. It, it just happens where the punter, just in case an injury happens during the game they have a backup type of situation where a guy can kick a 30-yard field goal. I mean, yeah. I've kicked a 30-yard field goal before. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, they started trotting Reggie Bonovan, Brandon Zilstra, and Frankie Luvu out there to kick kickoffs and stuff like and, that. And, and, and if
0: you saw any of those practice kicks, then you understand why they did not kick oh, the ball once no. today. <laughs> no, I understand
1: terrible. that. But why was the Edwards not at least somewhat prepped?
0: To do a field
1: goal, well, he, to do he, a kickoff, he may off. just not—he may not not be a kicker. It just seems—it seems so boneheaded not to have an emergency backup plan. And it, like I said, every other team I've ever seen this type of situation happen, the punter goes out there and kicks extra points or. Kick short field goals again. No, I've I understand. seen
0: I've seen other teams where you've had you've had to have position players come out there. I mean, Ocho Cinco kicked a kick once. I'm like you've you have uh, you have other other teams that have been in this situation before. I'm not going to blame Lachlan Edwards or the coaching not, staff on this one. I, I don't think it's you know you don't not every punter knows how to kick
1: you know, yeah. field goals.
0: It's a different yeah. skill set. You know, it, it, so I'm not, I'm not going to kill him for that.
1: It sounds like Chase in the background is still uh, that was, that upset about the Panthers. Logan about the Pan- game. Yeah. Sad about the, <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. He, Sad about he the game. Having, he was having a nightmare of Cam Newton dropping back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, like you said, we're not really doing any key plays in this game. It seemed like the whole game was just kind of F from the beginning when, mm-hmm. when Gonzales went down and then the Panthers just couldn't get in the end zone early. And I don't know. It just... Uh, <sighs> You know, it's it was tough, but I don't know. You want to look at some stats here?
1: Sure, let's look at some stats.
0: All right, so Cam was 18 of 39, 156. A touchdown and and an absolute terrible interception towards the end of the game. Not that it really affected the game at all, but he threw it right to A.J. Klein, another former Panther. and, and, and A team full of former Panthers.
1: <laughs> I was just like, I saw that play, and I was like, did he not see him? Is he colorblind? Because he's wearing a bright red suit. I mean, he's yeah. like like Santa Claus out there, and you threw it on the numbers to AJ Klein. It yeah,
0: it, it, was, it did
1: the game, which could, again couldn't have been an easier they,
0: play for for AJ Klein to make.
1: I mean, did Cam Newton just want to hop on the plane to get home?
0: <laughs> I I don't know, I don't know if I would blame him. I mean, he got beat up all day long. Uh, he was mm-hmm. bleeding out of several different places on his body. Uh, you know, I'm sure he's fine, but. He got, he, you know, he got hit a lot today. Um, he was 15, he ran the ball 15 times, 15 for 71 and a touchdown. You know, Cam looks fine running the ball. Uh, it's the throwing that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Which for your quarterback is, you know, that's an issue. Um, Chuba, as we mentioned earlier, eight rushes for 40 yards, five yards a clip. Had a nice 21-yard run, but they didn't give him a lot of opportunities. Robbie Anderson uh- made a couple of plays. Go ahead.
1: I just don't understand this. Why are we not trying to give Cuba, Chuba, a little bit more playing time? In this, we're out of the playoff race. Why not see what we have in him instead of running yeah. a Cam Newton who's not probably going to be on this team next year? Like, yeah, why I, are we I don't get forcing it. it down on Cam?
0: I don't get it. I mean, like you said, now you know. I don't know, man. I guess I can see it if they're trying to win games and Cam's your best option on the run game. At least that's what they think, maybe. Then sure. But at this point, now that we're five and nine, now that I mean I don't even know if we went out that we would finish in you know eighth or ninth at this point. Certainly, we're not going to no. make the playoffs. No. Uh, at this point, you've got to run Chuba. You've got to give him twenty carries a game over the next three. Just to see what you've got. You've got mm-hmm. to do that. It is important. Uh, they did have a little bit of trickeration with Robbie Anderson. He had two back-to-back runs. Uh, the first one was 30 yards. Was a very nice run with a couple of nice blocks downfield. Uh, and then they ran him again where he <laughs> he made some really nice moves to get three yards. But that that play easily could have been blown up in the backfield for like minus five yards. So he did a really nice job there uh amir abdullah four rushes for seven yards he did nothing in the run game Uh, but in the passing game amir abdullah was more effective four catches for 48 yards and a touchdown he was the leading receiver he and dj moore both with 48 uh, yards receiving uh robbie anderson three for 29 on eight targets so back back to his typical receiving game Uh, and then you had zelstra two catches 17 and then a few other catches spread out among the team, uh, Jeremy Chin had a really nice game. Seven uh, seven tackles led the team. Also had a pass deflection and an interception. A really nice interception. Yeah,
1: guy, he, he leveled up and got up there and grabbed that. That was a beautiful interception. Robbie Anderson gave the, could
0: not have made that catch.
1: <laughs> really kind of gave this team somewhat of a chance to come back. Yeah. They went and scored on that, and they kind of brought it close. But, I mean, unfortunately, the... The offense continued to suck, and the Mm -hmm. defense gave up some more points. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. um, Brian Burns had kind of a rough day today. Uh, He he didn't end up with a sack, but he had a... uh, I think he had a bad... He had a bad penalty. He had a couple of plays where he just got juked out of his shoes. He had... Josh Allen wrapped up for a tackle, and Josh oh. Allen just slipped right oh, out of it. Oh,
1: br- that was brutal. Yeah.
0: I don't know if he was going for a strip. It almost looked like it, but he just slid right down on like a fire pole, and Josh Allen takes off for 20-something yards in a first down. I, really, I think that was on a third down as well.
1: I don't remember the penalty. That's the only one I don't remember, but I thought the I had a I did.
0: penalty. Maybe, maybe it wasn't him. But, I was going to um, say,
1: because I saw Burns in the backfield quite a bit, but that mm-hmm. one missed tackle was
0: brutal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it was a penalty or, or it was something else, but um, either way, I didn't think he had a great game. He did have a sack. Uh, Hassan Reddick had half a sack, and Yitor had two and a half sacks. Yitor, mm-hmm. nice game today for Yitor. Probably one of
1: his best games, honestly, I minus would say the so. penalty. Yeah. I mean, yep. even that third down, he stopped them. It was unfortunate that they got called for a penalty.
0: Yeah. But. Yeah, good game for you, Tor. So, I mean, that's, you know, defensively, you're looking at a few guys that had pretty good games. But outside of that, just another bad game for the Panthers. Uh, let's look defensively for, for Buffalo real quick since I've got it pulled up here. F.A., two sacks. Aaron Johnson one sack, Star Latulale one sack. So you had three sacks by a former Panthers and an interception by a former Panther.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the AJ Klein he was gone for a while. I'm not going to knock them for that. No, they, no, I'm, just, I'm not.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying that that all three of these guys should be on the on the team, but you know, you've got the head coach wins the game and then you've got you know key plays being made by former panthers it's just you know just something to mention um but josh allen not a former panther 19 of 34 210 three touchdowns one interception again that uh, really really nice play by jeremy chin uh, and then he had three carries for 24 yards really i think it was only really one rush for him uh, those other carries are the kneel downs at the end of the game but he uh only ran it one time. You know, we talked in our preview about how dangerous he was as a runner, and and they took that out of his, out of his game really, except for, the one where Jer- where uh, Burns missed the tackle.
1: I mean, it's another game where we gave up thirty one points, but mm. I feel like the defense played well enough for this team yeah, to win.
0: They played. I mean, they played okay. Like it, it. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I mean, you could say. I hate saying that because it sounds thirty one to fourteen like oh you got blown out, yeah. but. You punt on fourth and one at your 50 instead of, or at the 50 instead of, you know, going for it, mm-hmm. it. It's just, if the offense could sustain drives, keep the defense fresh, again, I think this game could have been the Panthers' way, but the offense can't. The offense is awful.
0: Yeah. The offensive of line is awful. Yeah. This one just, I don't know. It never, this one never felt to me like the Panthers were in it. You know, even with as good as the defense played. I don't know. It just never felt. I, mean, I think 14. it's
1: because we both walked into this game expecting the Bills to walk o- over us.
0: Yeah, it, and honestly, that... thirty-one to fourteen. You know, however, got they got there, that's a blowout. I mean, that's yeah. you know, it's not a close game. Uh, Singletary, we mentioned earlier, twenty-two of eighty or twenty-two for eighty-six yards and one touchdown. Uh, Gabriel Davis led receivers five for 85 and two touchdowns uh Dawson Knox are tied in four for 38 Stefan Diggs four for 35 Cole Beasley four for 35 and a couple other guys made a couple catches um yeah I mean outside of that's that's pretty much it you know if you look at uh the team stats like I said earlier the Panthers did have a lead in possession uh, with 31 minutes to 28 minutes so that's pretty good uh Panthers 7 of 17 on third downs the Bills were 6 for 14 so not a ton of difference there now the fourth downs the Panthers were 1 for 5 and (laughs) we told you about some of those plays that were just terrible terrible calls but you know they had to go for a lot of them just because of the field goal situation so again kind of hard to be too down on them for some of those uh, decisions at least you know now, the play calls themselves, we can be down on them for. But, uh, yeah, I mean, penalties, 5 for 55 yards. Um, Buffalo was 8 for 67, so you can't even blame penalties.
1: And, and I honestly think this is one of the better officiated games, as bad as it is. Mm-hmm. It that was bad. <laughs> Not saying that it was great, but I'm just saying I think it was a better officiated game than what we've seen. Yeah, but still not good. I mean, the Panthers still blown calls, it, but for the most part, I every penalty I call besides that flagrant bad call by Bravion Roy, mm-hmm. I, I saw. I mean, I saw holding calls against Bills. I saw, you know, holding calls against us. I saw everything that type of way, offsides and stuff. I got, I understood, but. Again, they still need to get NFL refs full-time knowing what they're doing.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, there was the... Yeah, okay, so here's the second and 15. Burns got called for roughing the passer. That was the one where he, um... It was pretty obvious, unfortunately. He was going for it, and uh, Josh Allen got rid of the ball, and Burns still took, like, two or three more steps and just kind of knocked him flat on his ass. Um... Sorry, I I was just looking through the plays to find because I knew we got a penalty, but um, anyway, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, where do we go from here? We probably go zero and three. Yeah, you know we end I, up five and twelve.
1: I I know everybody hates saying this. I think losing out's the best option for this team. I don't know whether we're going to get a new coaching staff or not, but I mean that's
0: if you're not going to make the pick, playoffs then lose out.
1: We, we only have one pick in the top 100 right now because of C.J. Henderson and, and Sam Darnold. Both players look awful for this yeah. team and not in the future. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe C.J. Uh, can do something. But I don't see it, man. I don't see it, and I don't understand why we should try to cheer for them to win right now. Besides just normal, I wanted them to win during the game. I'm gonna sit. I was cheering sure. for them.
0: Yeah, I was thinking, I was happy okay, when they we're only, touchdowns.
1: <laughs> I was okay. We're we're two scores back. We could get this, mm-hmm. you know. A defense make a play, you know. Jeremy Chin's interception, great. Amir Abdullah's. Uh, we didn't really harp on this. It was a great play by him getting the ball into the end zone there. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was cheering, but it's just it's it's so well, rough. you know,
0: and and one. When- one reason i guess that you don't shouldn't feel bad about cheering and no one should feel bad about cheering for their own team but you know the panthers win this game the playoffs are still technically there you know a couple of losses by some people ahead of us and all of a sudden you're right back in it but now we're four games under 500 with three games to go it ain't happening now uh, so, I agree. I think, uh, you know, at this point, we're rooting for draft position. If the Panthers can lose out, I think they probably get to fifth. And then you can make some things happen in terms of trades.
1: As of right now, the Panthers are currently sitting at seventh, according to tankathon.com. Mm-hmm. Tankathon. Uh, fun website. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are seventh at five and nine. Uh, Seattle is below us, but that goes to the Jets. Uh, Atlanta's at 6 and 7 and then that plethora of 6 and 7 teams. But the Giants lost today, they're 4 and 10 and Chicago is still above us at 4 and 9 as well. Goes to the Giants as well. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, the
1: Jets and the Giants both have two top 10 picks right now. Oh, well, there you go. So there'll be a happen. lot of people in, from New York at uh Vegas for the draft.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, all right. Well, I don't know. I don't know what else to say, really. Uh, I think Matt Rule should be fired.
1: Yeah, I think we're going to have a a segment on that and try to get it out on Tuesday or Wednesday because I I have mixed feelings about getting rid of him. I don't typically believe in getting rid of a coach after one or two years. I think they need time. But I also think Matt Rule's making these personnel decisions that are just honestly bad. They have not panned out at the least.
0: I mean, I'm not. I'm not even. That's not even what I'm upset about because I think you know I I don't blame them for some of the moves that they made. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I you know Sam Darnold could have been good. You know if they saw eh, things, if you watched, if they, ta- if watched they, him USC. I know, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a professional. You know. If these guys who are professionals, especially Matt Rule, who you know, he's scout he's scouted college kids his whole life, essentially, if he thought that there was something there that was worth taking a chance on, I'm perfectly fine with that. CJ Henderson, top ten pick a year ago. I'm perfectly fine with that with what they gave up to make that trade. Sometimes things don't work out, and that's fine. I'm not I'm not even upset with Matt Rule about his personnel decisions, honestly. Now there are some that he, you know, some cuts he made and some free agent signings he made, where we can certainly nitpick uh, and we have. But my issue with Matt Rule is his in game play calling, his in game adjustments or lack thereof, um, and just the fact that I'm not seeing any improvement from where we were last year. In fact, I've seen regression. And it, someone asked him about that in one of his recent press conferences. And, you know, he he basically made excuses about how, you know, uh, the offensive line isn't any good and, you know, injuries, you know, stuff that I always respected Ron Rivera for not blaming his team's deficiencies on injuries, not Mm -hmm. blaming things on other people and taking that full responsibility for him, you know, to himself. As a coaching staff, we have to get better at these things. We have to prepare these guys better. Matt Rule throws his players under the bus a lot. Yes, he does. I don't like that. I don't think that is respected in the locker room. I said last week that I thought guys were still playing for him, playing hard for him, that obviously mm-hmm. he was well-respected you know, in college by the players. This is different. Like, this, to me, I, that's not how you get through to NFL players. These guys are pros. They're getting paid, you know, They're not trying to make it to the NFL. They're in the NFL. They've done what it takes. Uh, You've got to treat them differently. And I don't like the way Matt Rule handles himself in that way. Um, And it's just become more obvious. You know, if you're winning as a head coach and doing stuff like that, like Bill Belichick occasionally does, that's one thing. But Matt Rule hasn't earned it. No.
1: He hasn't I, I earned the genius moniker
0: that he got, as as with Joe Brady, you know, and we saw that worked out. So I mean, I'm fully on board now.
1: All with right, getting well, rid of Matt Rule. Well, while well, you're kind of
0: ruining the segment for later this no, week, it's not. You know, <laughs> cool. Sorry, you know, are, you know we're 37 minutes into this. Only the only the diehards are still listening.
1: <laughs> on another Panther <laughs> law, So yeah, you're right. Right. <laughs>
0: Uh, hello to the seven of you that are still listening by the way (laughs) and
1: and if you want a sticker or something go ahead and just email us with 37 minutes on buffalo bills recap we'll send you a package of stickers there you go (laughs) mailmix
0: you know uh what is it inbox at Podcast? no no mailbag mailbag mailbag
1: mailbag
0: (laughs) yeah yeah go ahead and hit us up we will definitely send you something um i think that's gonna do it jerry
1: I did too. Do we have any heroes or zeros this week?
0: I mean, yeah, we probably have zeros. Uh, I mean, let's, you know... I'll I give it to say... he,
1: my hero, to Etor, even though he okay. had that bad penalty. Uh,
0: I was I've been give waiting for chin. this.
1: I I feel like I've been waiting for him to kind of blossom since his mm-hmm. rookie season. This was a really good game for him, and I want to yeah. give credit to him for that.
0: Agreed, and, I, and I'm going to give mine to Chen. You know, unfortunately, he hasn't had an opportunity to make... Big, game-changing yeah. plays this season. Um, or when he I has, still, he hasn't made those opportunities. But this was a really nice game for him, and he had a couple of nice tackles as well, so I'm going to give it to him.
1: Yeah, I still want to see him down in the box. I think that's where Agreed. he makes makes Agreed. makes bread and butter. He yeah is lightning in a bottle down there. I um, mean,
0: zeros, uh, I'm going to give it to uh, Zane Gonzalez. You know, did absolutely nothing for us in this game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to give it to an injured player who got... Hurt his quad I don't know how game. you
0: get hurt, you know, in, before I, the game kicking I, I, like, did you I'm not watch
1: it? He was just kicking it and it just it, it it's a kick air injury, man. It's yeah, just sucks. I don't know.
0: He's getting. I'm gonna zero. give it to
1: Cam Irving because I mean That's again, a, a second game where you give up a sack on a critical down and it it's not the first time, it's not the second time, it's constant. You are just a not a left tackle in this league. Was Brady Christensen out there at all? I don't. I don't know. He may have played a couple snaps at like guard or something. He
0: played a hundred percent of the snaps last week, and he's playing Z, like I, I don't. I, I I gotta see the snap count. You know, this whenever is they my, release it. This is
1: but, my problem with Matt Rule in yeah. his coaching staff.
0: Is there? God, don't step on it, Jerry. Don't
1: I know. I know. Segment. But uh,
0: <laughs> we're thirty nine minutes him. in now.
1: <laughs> catch him, us.
0: <laughs> no, but I agree with you. I mean, it, 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 it's something we've been talking about all season long. Like. You know, none of what we're going to say when we talk about Matt Rule is is going to be new information, really. It's it's what we've been talking about. It's what Panthers fans have been talking about all season long.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He, he just doesn't seem to get it. Nope. I don't know. All right. Uh, I don't think there were any other NFC South games that have been completed. No. To go over. Uh, Atlanta is playing San Francisco right now. And then tonight... New Orleans and Tampa Bay play each other so we'll recap those uh I guess maybe sometime this week
1: yep we want to thank everyone for listening if you like the show please let your friends know please follow us on twitter at meowmakespodcast if you have any questions or comments you can email us at mailbag at meowmakespodcast.com and if you leave us a five star review with a comment on apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show please like and subscribe on youtube
0: yeah, we'll be back uh, in a couple of days uh, to talk about Matt Rule and whether or not he should be fired. Um, and then we'll have to figure out. I guess we'll be back on Friday morning. We'll be back on Christmas Eve to talk about the Panthers uh, Bucks, right? Panthers yeah. Bucks or, coming up.
1: Or, or maybe even the day before Christmas maybe Eve. Maybe even the cause... day
0: before, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. But uh, we will definitely have two more podcasts this week. So. Be on the lookout there, and until then, everyone stay safe out there, and keep pounding.